I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for October 30th through November 3rd. I'm going to say it. You haven't said it in quite some time, actually. Like, we're almost done with this year. This is insane. It is insane. I'm not ready for it to be the end of the year. I feel like it was like the longest year up until July. Yeah. And then where did the past four months go? I don't know. So we are recording via Zoom today. I I had a feeling it was going to happen anyway. I didn't know if you were going to be tired. She'll get into it. But Amanda was doing her jet setting this weekend. And I was sick. So <laughs> yeah. to keep you from not getting sick, we are doing Zoom. And you have a big thing starting this week that we don't need you to be sick for. Exactly. <laughs> Although now you get the joys of working from home. You don't have an excuse. Right? Exactly. I have no excuses to not be there. So no, not even snow days. Nope. Nope. All right. So we'll get started with the Port Charles pipeline. Um, we'll go with... Do I want to start with the bad and then go to the good or the Yeah, start with that so that then we can move into the good. On Tuesday? Was that Tuesday? Yeah, it was um, Halloween. Right? On Halloween, Tyler Christopher passed away. 50 years old. For those who are relatively newer, he's the original Nicholas Cassadine. You had to have heard of who he is um, <laughs> by this point. But um, yeah, it just says that he passed away. What was it? Cardiac arrest? Mm-hmm. It's so sad. Like, I don't even know what to say at this point. It has just been a tragic year for the GH family and another person that has gone way too soon. Like, 50 is just too close to our age. People are not allowed to die this close to our age because it well, spooks me out. And his kids are younger than ours. Um, right. So he has two children, Grayson, 14, and daughter, Boem, eight, with his 
wife, former ESPN reporter Brianne Padego. He and Padego married in 2008, though reportedly divorced in 2021. Um, this is People Magazine. Tyler General Hospital co-star Maurice Bernard confirmed the actor's death on Instagram, writing, it is with great sadness that we share the news of the passing of Tyler Christopher. And this came just a couple of days after Matthew Perry, which I couldn't talk about last week because I was a hot mess over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his kids look just like him. It's just sad. It is very sad. I'm going to say something very controversial. I think they just need to kill Nicholas Castaigne. I'm sorry. I think they just need to end the character. I know that Tyler was not the last and they don't really do that when they're not currently actively portraying the character, but. Well, they've been so all over the place with Nicholas to begin with. It's not like he's been on screen every day for the past. Right. Year, and now suddenly we're saying, oh, they should just kill him off or whatever. His where he's at has been uncertain. Yeah. Just kind of mad about that. You know, <laughs> um, but on good news, uh, Donnell Turner would help if I was like, you know, prepared for this stuff when <laughs> on, I think it was two, what was three days ago, Friday on either Thursday or Friday, uh, ABC soaps in depth said, please congratulate us on joining. Please join us in congratulating GH star Donnell Turner, Curtis, who realized a 30-year dream and graduated summa cum laude with Bachelor's of Science degree. That is so cool. That is awesome. That's amazing that he went back for his degree. Mm-hmm. So he got his on Friday, October 27th. I was blessed to have realized a dream that had eluded me for over 30 years. He shared on Instagram. I graduated from the Los Angeles Film School summa cum laude with a Bachelor's of Science degree in digital filmmaking (gasps) my son can work for him as an animator yes gonna let him know that when i started my academic journey it was also to live up to mama's academic examples and share her love of learning turner continued i can just hear her animated voice of approval now i know she is pleased i wish i could have seen her face in the crowd (laughs) however her presence was felt i didn't read this article (laughs) (laughs) The actor's GH co-star Taj Bello also graduated from Los Angeles Film School with his own Bachelor of Science degree in digital filmmaking. Digital filmmaking. Congratulations to all the 2023 graduates and props to my nephew and friend Taj Bello for staying with it and earning the win. You did it, sir. They graduated together. That's so cute. Oh, my gosh. I love that. And a special shout out to those who assisted in my journey and to those who were there to support me on this important day. To my core, I am grateful beyond words. I knew my mama. I know my mama is proud of her baby boy. I thank you all in advance for your kind words, support and well wishes. It may have taken him a little while to realize his dream of graduating from film school, but Turner urged fans to follow his example and never give up. Remember, your direction is more important than your location. And it's never too late to put your dreams into action. Oh, that is so awesome. So congrats to both of those guys. That is very cool. Okay, so that was, let me wipe my nose. And I wish I could say it's just because I'm sick. But we all know that by now. But that's not true. Okay, last little bit of sad sad news is Christina's dad does not watch General Hospital. (laughs) Our our tunnel friend. Well, that's sad. But she oh man, do I wish he did. You ladies crack me up. Thanks for more laughs during this week's pod. Hope you have a great week. Yeah. <laughs> and then 
One thing that I called myself out on as I was re-listening to Thursday's show, but I think I was overly excited at the overall story surrounding it. Uh, It's from our buddy Vinny, Italian pronunciation. Oh, no. Yeah. I said Fazul as Fajuli. (laughs) But I think I was so sidetracked by Olivia's book. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Ah, I'm sure Olivia would be upset as well. Sorry. I I made Lisa cry, but Olivia would probably not appreciate it. Right. (laughs) Ah, And then, oh, I mentioned last week that we were going to start keeping track of like character quirks. We forgot to discuss Michael dunking his fries in a shake. Oh, okay. Do you remember Willow mentioned that? She did. Carly said something about when he was little and she's like, oh, he still does that. Do you ever dip Wendy's fries in Frosties? Oh my gosh, it is so good. My weirdo <laughs> kids do that and no. Oh, it is so good. No. no. So do you dunk your fries? And Have you ever tried it at least? No, because that okay. just sounds like they don't go together and it's wrong. They do. They do. No. Try it. Try it and then let me know. Mm-hmm. I can't promise you that'll ever happen. So. Next week we will have Frosties and fries. All righty. It's sweet and salt. Have you ever put chocolate on potato chips? Yes. And that's okay. okay. It's the same thing, except for it's hot. It's not the same thing. Yes, it is. Because it's a, it's a smushy inside potato, not a hard chippy. It's, trust me, it's good. Okay. Would I ever steer you wrong? Yes. Yes, you would. <laughs> no. That's why I asked, have you ever had chocolate on a chip? Because if you had, you're more likely to like this. Okay. Okay. And then, um... We on to Hulu headlines? Not quite yet because there's one major uh, plot point that has been super controversial all week. Okay. It is not the right time of year to be tapping for maple syrup. <gasps> oh, that's sad. That's sad because it was so perfect. I don't know if I agree with the so perfect, but okay. Last week was cute. This week, I kind of feel like, uh, what what's going on right now? Yeah, yeah, no, I was talking about last week, the, yes. that particular scene of them trying to get the syrup. That was perfect. So writer prof said my Vermonter husband was like, that's not how any of this works. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it's supposed to be, I can't find, I had like all these thin Liz. It has been like huge on like all the different storyboards and stuff, not storyboards, but you know, what I'm talking about. Mm. But I guess it's supposed to be in the spring when the syrup is warm, like not mm-hmm. warm, but you know, it's right. It's, it's not fall. It's not October. Okay. October is not when you tap trees. All right. So yeah. Yeah. And then on Thursdays, 411, we are going to be discussing the other quarter main buildings. Yes. So yes, now we can move on to Hulu headlines. And just do yourself a favor and go down the rabbit hole of reading everyone's comments about the syrup because it's it is funny. All right, on Monday, Austin drowns his sorrows. Sunny has a warm reunion. Laura and Ava catch up. Liz and Finn get closer. L- Olivia defends Eddie. On Tuesday, the cast talks about the long-awaited return of the iconic nurses' ball. What? What? That that didn't happen on Tuesday. <laughs> October 31st, 2023, the cast talks about the long-awaited return of the iconic Nurses Ball. Not even close. Mm -mm. Wednesday, November 1st, Halloween kicks off in Port Charles. Ava gets an offer. Robert and Scott clash. 
Carly issues a warning. Lois encourages Eddie. Thursday, Felicia delivers a gift to Anna. Trina commends Spencer. Charlotte is on a mission. Sunny reassures Michael. And Maxie delivers big news. And on Friday, Willow opens up to Michael. Laura and Kevin debrief. Alexis hits senses a shift between Christina and Molly. Sam checks, checks in on Carly. And Valentine is alarmed. Okay. Because so you want to talk about the nurse's ball first? No, no, because that has nothing to do with nothing. I will go to Alexis senses a shift in the relationship. Um, no, no. She opened the door. She got there to have dinner with Molly. She opened the door and Christina is there. And she's like, what are you doing here? Thinking it's going to upset Molly. New, new Molly. And then... Um, new, new, new Molly. Yes. And then comes... Christina in and they're all huggy and oh my gosh how are you blah 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 I brought ice cream it's so delicious you're gonna love it whatever and Alexis is like what is going on it, it was just rather they had just glossed over the mess that they had for the past couple months right and gone back to how they were right and just pretended they, that that never happened yep <laughs> time moved us forward and we're done but instead they sit there and talk about how they hashed it out and blah 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 okay so we're all friends now thanks that's great (laughs) and alexis kind of scolding chrissy on it's her baby she can name it how she wants her face was not supporting molly no so don't go acting like you're thinking the same thing you're not thinking the same thing if molly had just turned her head for a second she would have seen some massive eye rolls on albert and it wasn't like Molly said, these are the names that we've chosen. She was like, we're tossing names around. The reason you discuss names with other people is because you want their input. My daughter does not have the name that I had wanted originally because it would have rhymed with Oreos. <laughs> and my baby, baby, baby sister's friend, I was still calling her the original name. And she goes, why would you name your daughter Oreos? And I was like, thank you for reminding me what a 10-year-old would think. Right, right. So I I did get the name. It's in there. She just happens to have two middle names and then has a new first name. So, yeah. But exactly. You know, you need to know, okay, Albert Ashford. Yeah. You know, Athena. Was it Athena, the other one? I think so. Yeah. And like we've talked about before with names, you have to like say them a couple of times, practice yelling them. Like you need to get a feel for them. So if they objected to a name, that was the time to say it. Don't right. wait until she's like, meet our baby Albert and then be like, oh my God, that's an awful name. It is funny though, because you know, adults named Al and Albert, but like, have you ever seen a baby Albert? Right. No, and nope. that's, I mean, and that's fine. But it's the same thing as, you know, there's some names that you just associate with older people, but you know, at one point they had to be baby Albert. Right. Hmm. Like Bertha. Bertha was a baby at some point. Yeah. Now she's 90. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was. It was just dumb that they had to play it. Like, oh, wow. I am glad that we didn't have to get through the drawn out reconciliation and everything like that, that we didn't have to get bored to tears through that. True. I think that they definitely took fan feedback on. um, Yeah. They don't hate each other. So what are you doing? Right. Like you're putting friction where there doesn't need to be. We already know that there's going to be an issue. Oh, no, I'm sorry. She's like best friends with her surrogate too. Aren't you supposed to not get that emotionally attached? Yes. Okay. I know some do, some don't. And so, I mean, that's their mutual decision, but I just feel like that's opening us up for Mm -hmm. 
a potential issue, especially where we're not seeing her. Right. So. Yeah, I was afraid that when they had her sit back down on the couch after um, Alexis and Christina left, that she was going to get a phone call about something bad happening. Mm. So, but anyway, I just didn't like the way that they said that, like, like she took some major sleuthing to figure this out. (laughs) Nope. It was pretty hard plane. Right. I love. You want to stick on the super sleuthing, I guess, with (laughs) uh, Felicia suggests that Maxie sublets her apartment to Anna Uh because Anna's house is burnt down and yet Maxie is surprised she has no furniture right right she's like oh you need furniture it comes fully furnished yes Maxie that's how a total loss works (laughs) yeah that's that was the thing that cracked me up this week I'm like yes Maxie She, she has no furniture yeah but Anna's going to send back her bodyguard Mm-hmm. And Robert helped her move a trunk from Robin's storage. Okay. Robin and Patrick have been gone for how many years now? <laughs> and it just got left behind somehow. So Anna took over it. Storage units cost like a couple hundred bucks a month, though. I mean, that's thousands right. and thousands of dollars. Right. And it was just that one thing. It wasn't a couch from a certain hotel or, or right. a certain apartment or, um, you know, some lamps that were passed down from great great grandmas just this trunk that happened to get left and now we're paying on it would that have been to been like oh this was philomena's this was yes yes would have been nice but nope we just got one trunk one trunk that they got left behind and have been paying storage fees on for years but she found all of her old wsb notes and there's this guy forsyth yes that is apparently the person. Yep. He is definitely in her mind. He is definitely the person targeting her because he did something bad. And she is the only person that saw it and would remember it and be able to turn him in for it. And she even had notes that she took on it. Yeah. Everything was off the grid. Right. I'm sorry, but when she lost her key, like, wouldn't you call Valentine first thing and be like, oh, hey, I think I left my key on your um coffee table yeah. not the super and be like oh hey can i borrow your key and how did he even know she was subletting like she had no id on her like she had nothing that said she was subletting she was just like thanks i lost the key somewhere oh yeah i'm subletting from maxi and he's like okay here i open the door for you here's Great. the key Give it's it not back. Like- make a copy it's not like he said anything like oh it's nice to see you again i'm sorry to hear that that you know right. yeah do we just want to keep on that story? I didn't I didn't think about the fact that the furniture was going to take us as far as I mean, we can finish it. It's it's the Friday cliffhanger, but it's still a cliffhanger until we well, find we out. Wait, how. because we have to go through all of Halloween, though, too. Oh, that's true. So okay. we can wait. OK. All right. So where do so you want to go? My favorite scene of the um, whole week was leo and the math problems i loved the fact that they remembered that lois was a math genius yeah and her and leo just keep going back and forth what's this what's this and they were both like on the ball it was so cute i and he was dressed as albert einstein and what brooklyn comes in she's like oh my gosh are you guys still doing this (laughs) because we even said that when we did our recap of lois Right. Like last, the first time we thought she was coming back, but then when we talked about her coming back, like we wanted them to remember she does this. 
You know, right. oh, when we were talking about uh, B and Eddie Main and everything, when we were talking about how she would do the percentages and she impressed Edward and everything, you know. Oh, I wish she had talked about that. Oh, that would have been cute. That was Maybe something that, that, yeah, that that was something Edward loved about her. Mm-hmm. But that was super, super cute. But then she pauses because, oh, so Eddie first came in and was like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, a math off. He's like, yep, yeah, bye. And then she overhears him playing in the solarium. Well, he um, he wasn't playing in the solarium. He was playing in the kitchen. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Brooklyn saw him in the solarium and invited him to come meet Blaze. Right. Yes. Yes. Trying to get the song for Blaze. And he was like, oh, no, no, no. No one else is singing this song. But when he saw Lois, she said um, about Leo telling her the the different tallest buildings in the world. And she was like, I thought I was impressive with knowing the length of the Brooklyn Bridge. And then he had a memory of them on the Brooklyn Bridge on their wedding day. Yes. And that's what prompted him to go try his song a little more in the kitchen. So. And then that's when she ran in and listened to it or told him how she heard him. Yeah. So I found an article outlining because I couldn't remember were they married. I know that they met and everything because of General Hospital. But I was like, okay, what was the actual parallel timeline between Ned and Lois and Rena and Wally? Mm -hmm. And in an article with showbiz cheat sheet rena sofer and wally kurth split after general hospital our characters were in love we weren't really in love and it's from last december december 29th 2022 soap opera star rena sofer used to be a popular member of general hospital cast she played lois sorello from 1993 to 96 at the time sofer also had a relationship with co-star wally kurth a relationship they got married they did who played Lois's love interest, Ned Quartermain. The couple actually split in real life just after Sofer exited the show. Okay. Lois and Ned first met in 1993, the year that she joined the show, and they quickly fell in love and got married in 94. Sofer and Kurth's real-life relationship developed alongside their characters. In 1995, Sofer and Keith Kurth tied the knot. While Lois gave birth to Brooklyn Quartermain, Sofer and Kurth welcomed daughter Rosabelle together. Aww. However, both of these relationships ended in 1997. That year, Lois decided to leave Port Charles, and Sofer also exited the show. In October 2022, she appeared on the YouTube series State of Mind, which is Maurice's yes. YouTube series. She opened up about family and relationships, including her marriage to Kurth. According to Sofer, after she and Kurth were no longer acting together, the pair found out that they were not actually compatible in real life. We fell in love in, on TV. And when I left the show, we realized, oh, our characters were in love. We weren't in love. She added, I really like Wally a lot. I mean, he's an incredible guy. He's just not the guy for me. And it really took me leaving for both of us to realize that we weren't meant to be together. Bernard pointed out this could be an example of acting love versus real love. Sofer also shared, this is why there are so many relationships that happen on set. She explained, you're thrown into this microchasm of weird family unit, of this weird family unit, unit. And you don't see past it. And once you leave, you see past it and you go, oh, that doesn't work for me. And then it just goes on to talk about other things. But that also explains how they're able to work so well together now. Yes. Again, I guess. You know, it's not weird. It's they both kind of came to the realization of, oh, you're not Ned. (laughs) Right. Because it it was watching them kissing on the Brooklyn Bridge. 
Yes. That there's sometimes you really question the acting versus right. the not acting. And I'm like, no, the way that he's looking at her, mm-hmm. there was that just was- something else there. Yes. And there was. There was. But yeah, so he brings up and he's like, oh, hey, did we ever go on the Brooklyn Bridge together? And she's like, yeah, one of the like supports of it. We went up to it on our wedding day and looked across the whole town, city. So is she then going to be his muse? I guess so. But I didn't want it to be. I really I liked- loved your Alexis at idea. I loved that. I really wanted to be right. I wanted you to be right. Thank you. Because then this is so drawn out. Right. Oh. It would have made sense for him to... For Leo to ask him to take him to the party at Carly's and for Alexis to be there picking up one of the grandkids and they would have bumped into each other and been like, hey, that would have been perfect. Yes, because we saw him already see the old picture of Lois. Like it's it's not making sense. I love the flashbacks that they're showing. So don't get me wrong. But no, whenever he saw those pictures, and I mean, there was multiple pictures of their life together. He was like, no, I don't know that girl. So it only makes sense that it should have been Alexis. Maybe it still could be. I hope so. Because I like being right. <laughs> oh, and then earlier in the week, she had gone to see Lo- or, uh, Sunny. And mm-hmm. all she would tell Frank. Oh, no, that's not Frank. Who's the new dude? Whoever new dude is, that there's a broad here to see him. Yes. And so they talk about the old neighborhood. Talk about how awesome Brooklyn is. Yep. That was nice. I like seeing them together. And then Laura went to see him also. You know, everyone's now congratulating him on eloping and blah, 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 blah. They'll know soon soon enough not to be congratulating him. Right. Especially if Ned gets his memory back. Oh, and we also learned when, just to jump back to the Quartermain house, when Tracy was giving Brooklyn wanted to discuss her future with deception and everything. And she's like, your mom has nothing to show for it. And Brooklyn said that she has overseen four Grammy nominated albums and countless international tours. Right. It sounds like she's done pretty good for herself. Yeah. And you don't even need that to be considered successful. You know, if, if Lois is paying her bills and happy and legal and not hurting anyone. Yep. (laughs) She's all good. Yes. So, yeah, Brooklyn's having none of that. Tracy just keeps pushing and pushing. And she's like, I don't want the company. I'm not taking it. I'm doing my music stuff. And then she's like, I don't think you understand how friendships work. If you think that my friends are really going to be totally geeked over the fact that I am now their boss. Right. Right. After I sabotage the whole company. Right. And after you basically did this for me without my knowing or wanting to, like, they're not going to be excited. Right. But then Tracy went and yelled. No, Lucy went and yelled at Tracy after. So what happened was they were at a new place, Cafe Sherry. Mm-hmm. And and yes. Lucy and Martin were there just chatting. Yeah. Blaze came and turned down the option of being the face of deception. So I'm confused by Blaze, though, because she had just been at Charlie's waiting for Brooklyn, left to go say no thanks to Lucy and then go back to Charlie's. But that's a whole other thing. Well, I think that Christina runs on Amanda time. So she thought she had the couple extra minutes to go and do it. And once she saw Sasha there, it was like definite. No, I'm not taking this girl's spot. They need to give her another chance again. But well, it was Blaze is on Amanda time. But yeah, or Brooklyn is because 
Blaze still made it back before Brooklyn even got there, right? Right. That's, that's what I meant. Is Brooklyn always seems to run on Amanda time? Okay. I wonder if you not that she's late to everything, just like I am. So then, Blaze winds up turning down the face of deception, goes back and signs the agreement with Brooklyn. But then, after turning down deception, Tracy goes. No, I keep saying Tracy when I mean Lucy. Lucy goes to Tracy and tells her, you know, the company might be 51% hers, but what the vision, yes. the, the dream and something else will always be hers. And Tracy's like, yeah, except for 51% of it. <laughs> yes. But I liked whenever Lucy was talking to Scott that she finally realized she does not need to get 51% back. She just needs to get 2% back so that she is majority shareholder again. And his pen. She doesn't know where his pen is. She doesn't understand what a big she deal it is. She threw it over? Like, she threw it somewhere? I don't know. Is that what she I said? She yeah, she said she threw it in the bushes or something. And he's like, that was my pen. Yeah. I understand. You are a pen person, yes. I am. And then, so she and Scott had the conversation about that. And he's like, yeah, I don't know anything. Well, no, because then she, she started talk talking to him about the real estate stuff. Yeah, I think she talked to Ava first before yes. she talked to Scott because Scott was like, if you want a real estate lawyer, that is not me. And she's like, I know, be quiet. And she's talking about how she had stayed away from the bigger clients like this because they only want to do so much and the sellers only want to do so much. And this is a holding company, which is obviously Nicholas, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> No, it wasn't obvious. I didn't think it was obvious, but it really uh, could be. It it totally could be. And that would just totally make sense. Yeah. He because she to told Ava that she has a buyer for Windermere and Spoot Island. However, Ava wants... First, okay, so many things wrong with this. Okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Lucy decided which offer she was going to bring. Right. No, which that's it's the happen. seller's decision. Not yeah. mine. Ava's like, okay, so I want to negotiate and I want proof of funds. And Lucy thinks that's ridiculous. No, you have to show that you can pay for something. She said that they were investigating the financial side. She just didn't know if they could put all of it in escrow at that moment. But even not knowing if you have the money, period, end of sentence. If you're telling me you're going to pay cash for something, you have to show me that you have the cash for it. Plus closing costs. And <laughs> same thing is if you're mortgaging, you can't say, hey, this house is $300,000. 
I'm, I'm going to give you a letter for 250 but don't worry, I'm good on it. No, that's not how right. that works. Right. But she didn't just complain. She said that she bailed on the business because she tries to keep the peace, which I don't feel like she really does. Oh, and no. all she wants to do is end up with her cut. That is the wrong reason to be in real estate. If that right. is your reason, you got to get out. She yeah. needs to get herself a buyer's agent. She needs to just be, you yeah. know, but that's why she's frustrated. Right. I mean, a cut on 25 million. Whew. I mean, I'm not going to say that that would not be, you know, that I've had plenty of things fall through or whatever, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, you can't force someone to buy and you can't force someone to sell. Right. And especially where all Ava is saying is, okay, make sure that they have the money. Right. And I want, right. and I want asking. Yes. I mean, <laughs> but, it is did you pick up on what Lucy said? I was so excited for you. I put it in all caps. I missed it, apparently. What's up? Lucy mentioned your blue paper. Oh, yes. Yes, I did. I was excited when I heard it. And Scott said that that was outdated and everything's electronic now. And I was like, shut up, Scott. I want the blue paper divorce paper. But I was so excited about that for you. Thank you. Yes. Listen, listen, how important is your blue paper that the writers, the second they came back from strike, needed to get that into the script? I mean, that is exactly. They have been waiting for that. You've been you've been patiently waiting. I have been patiently for waiting for them to mention the blue packet. <laughs> I I was concerned on why there was no blue paper, and now we know why. Digisign. I loved that though. Makes me unhappy. I'd rather the blue paper. Mm-hmm. Where to go from there? Mm, so we saw joss and trina getting ready trina was going to the party and i did like that they mentioned like how it was that spencer was there early mm -hmm. he said he showed up in his costume and she was in her little red riding hood costume joss said she wasn't going out because dex wasn't going out and then um she said to spencer or trina said to spencer how are you here so soon or whatever? And he was like, oh, Ace did great, but he fell asleep after four houses. So I dropped him and Esme off at home and now here I am for you. And I was like, thank you for the fact that you cared enough to go for first trick-or-treating, but also, yeah, you're a kid. You need to go out hanging out with your girlfriend. Yeah. And then Joss went out because Dex did show up and then turned around and came right back home because the party got busted. So what's going on with Adam? I don't, I don't know. He seems obsessed with Joss. And then I understand that your parents can put a lot of pressure on you, but he's like ready to pull his hair out because he got a 92. When it first showed him on the computer, I thought he was going to do some like Spinelli like stuff and change mm -hmm. the grade. And instead he's just staring at it being angry. And I'm like, I don't know what we're doing here. Yeah. I really don't want him to turn into some type of stalker for Joss. And I really don't want him to do something like hurting himself because he can't live up to the pressure. That's what I think is going to happen. I said, I bet he had like a really bad childhood or something like that. And so that's kind of where it's going to be. Yeah. Um, Cause he looks like he's, he looks like he's strung out. So it's been a while since we've had a teenage drug story. That's true. So maybe, I don't know. I just, I felt more bad for him because at first I was like, oh, he has a little crush. But then after seeing him have the panic attack, right. basically the panic attack over the 92, it's like, right. and I mean, that is stressful. You know, if you feel like a 92 is not good enough, mm -hmm. you know, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. 
And then Trina and Spencer went to the art gallery so they could have a little alone time. Yes. Yeah. Did they have their alone time? But did they have their alone time before or after her nightmare? Um, after. after. Okay. Yeah, because that was how the scene started out. She had a nightmare, and then Joss was like, what's wrong? And then they talked about it, right? Yeah, because her nightmare was that Cyrus was basically going to kill her. And he was like, it's fine. Spencer will move on with Esme. And Spencer's like, yeah, I will. There's a lot of dreams this this week. Yeah, there was. Mm-hmm. That could take us over to Harmony, or well, to Willow dreaming about Harmony. You could see her mouth. Her mouth don't trust, and she's like, I don't know what she's saying. Well, she's telling not to trust somebody, and then she says to Michael, I think maybe someone's lying to me. Do you think yeah. it could be that some things are going so well with Nina? I don't know what he's going to do. He painted himself into a corner where he's trying to take charge. And then she's like, yeah, I really would like to go take the tour with my mom. And I know it's extravagant for um, Wiley to just want to show off that his grandpa has a jet, but that's okay. We could still do it. And Michael's standing there like, oh, crap. I just told your mom to leave you alone. I was very glad that so at the Halloween party, James did not believe Wiley that his grandpa has his own jet and his own pilot and all that stuff. I was glad when Willow was like, um, do you remember the word humble? Yes. Because Wiley's becoming quite the little brat. I'm not a fan of some of these. Lines. I don't like to James either, though. Like, James shouldn't be essentially calling Wiley a liar either. Like, Wiley's like, go ask my grandpa. To be fair, though, in James's world, people his age don't have access to private jets. So it's fair for him to be like, wait, no, you're not. That's not true. I guess if he said it like more mellow, that would be okay. But he said it kind of snotty. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the cute bratty kid thing. Um, No, bratty is not cute. Those do not go together. No. And where was Violet for this? Oh, yeah. I want to see her costume. She was with Chase and Gregory still. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. But the party was cute. Everybody seemed to have fun. They had their little um, corn cornhole uh, championship. That was cute. I like the idea of Carly throwing a kid's Halloween party. I think that's really cute. I thought it was funny that Maxie was so excited and completely forgot that, you know, it's her birthday. Yep. Yep. She's so Happy excited birthday, Maxie. by this party that she doesn't have to go trick-or-treating then that she just forgets. Yep. So the costumes were Leo was Einstein. Avery was a mermaid. Yes. Okay. I thought she was. And then she kept taking something off. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm crazy. No. Michael was Darth Vader. Willow Uh was Princess Leia. And Wiley was Luke Skywalker. Uh Um, Leia is Luke's twin sister. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You don't think they could pass for that? Padme (laughs) is mom. They could have had Willow be Padme, whatever. I just, yeah. We used to joke that we were going to be, well, because I wanted my husband to be Han Solo, obviously. But then it was, no, he could be Darth Vader. I could be Padme. My daughter could be Leia. And my son could have been Luke. That would have been cute. And no one would do it with me. Somehow my family was not on board with that. What? I know. I was really, that's a serious, like, that's not being sarcastic. I don't know why they weren't into it. 
I don't know either because they're usually like good sports about going along with you and your ridiculousness. No, it's normally we like we did Stranger Things and that was a universal decision. Oh my god, that was so cute. I love that's ex- but that's exactly it. We're all into Star Wars. So it's not like it would have just been me dictating. I potty trained my son by using Star Wars. Mm-hmm. If you have a toddler boy, if they're going in their diaper, they're a Padawan. If they go on the toilet, they're a Jedi. They go standing up, Jedi Master. You're welcome. Boom. Awesome. And then Donna was Bo Peep. Well, I said she was Bo Peep. So cute. She was so cute. Scout, I thought she was a scarecrow. And then someone said something later on in the week that I was like, oh, was she not a scarecrow? I thought she was a scarecrow. She had the um, straw straw coming out of her hand. Okay. Okay. Maybe I just wasn't listening. Trina, again, I was sick later in the week. So, and I didn't watch anything until Thursday. Oh, no. You know what? I did watch it while I was sick on Friday. And then Fridays, I watched Saturday morning. So, yeah, most of my memory is fu- fuzzy. Okay. Um, Trina was Red Riding Hood and Spencer was the Big Bad Wolf. And Joss was Alice in Wonderland? Yes. And Jake, well, hold it. Aiden was a pirate. Cody was a cowboy. Mm -hmm. And he bought Sasha a witch hat. It was cute. And then Jake was a scientist. Georgie was the devil. Danny was just steampunk. I guess. Something. And Charlotte was a rah-rah costume. Right, right. You don't like my rah-rah costume? Cheerleader, is is that not allowed to be said anymore? Cheerleaders? Like, it didn't have a specific team on it or anything. She couldn't say, or they couldn't have put um, poor Charles High initials on it or something like that. Like, is cheerleader trademarked? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But then it was all, she was supposed to be the hermit from the tarot cards. Yep. And then later on, Georgie's like, but it was just someone else. Like, that is such a popular costume. Mm-hmm. Well, she had the book bag. That's what I was waiting for them to say is we thought it was her because she had the same book bag. And why did she need that huge book bag to begin with when they were carrying little trick or treat pails? Because she was carrying her sweater in case she needed it while wearing a turtleneck and a vest. Okay. But Valentine wanted to be there to chaperone their trick or treating and Charlotte shut that down. But then he like drill mastered them. Yep. Yeah, he gave all the rules. Stay together. Do not go down like unlit streets and stuff. Make sure that you're here at nine o'clock when it's over. Blah, blah, blah. What is the route? Go up here, over here, down here, over here. Yes. Exactly. And then he's so cute. He's like, did I appropriately uh, embarrass you for tonight? (laughs) She's like, yeah, you did a good job. Don't need to do that again. So they went trigger training. And then she disappears behind behind a random building. Like, no one thought to walk behind it and see. And there she is changing costumes. I love, first of all, I love the fact that they went trick-or-treating as teenagers. I love that. I thought that was really nice because kids should be trick-or-treating as long as they want to. Yes. And, I mean, Jake recognized her. You know, he recognized that she was yep. the, the hermit. He probably knows her walk and everything. Yeah, exactly. So he went chasing after her. And do you think he actually followed her? Do you think he caught up to her? I think he's going to have gone into the building so that as um, Anna opens the door to see who she shot at, Jake's going to come running in behind her and be like, oh, my gosh, Charlotte. Yeah. So I'm not a fan of this. So Charlotte snuck. Okay, I'm sorry. I was right. She's the one who ransacked Anna's hotel room. You're right. I will admit. She stole Anna's key 
after she exclaimed how happy she was, Anna had a place of her own. Yep. If you don't want the woman to move in with you, quit removing all of her residences. Yep, exactly. Leave she's in alone. the trunk. She's like, trying to get her flashlight to work. How does, she, how does she even know what she's looking for? She's digging through the trunk. Like, why do you know the trunk is the special thing to look at? And what are you looking for? I don't know. She work in the WSB. She doesn't know anything. But she's probably looking for something to support that Victor's right, that she's bad and that she's a liar and like all these things. But so Anna comes home and goes to open the door and senses that the door is already unlocked. And so she puts away her key, pulls out her gun, opens the door. Charlotte has that black cape and the hood on and is shaking her flashlight and turns around. And to Anna, it looks like it was a gun. Right. I don't like the fact that they just had Anna shoot a child. I don't think that she's going to have shot her. I think that she's going to have missed and scared her. I sure hope so because, yeah. I mean, I agree you don't want Anna to make that mistake, but at the same time, Charlotte has been quite the difficult child. Yes, yes. It, But I don't like the idea that they're having... Okay, first of all, I also don't like the fact that Charlotte's getting shot at. So I'm not saying that... Okay. But I don't know. I feel like they at least could have had her say, Anna, no. Mm-hmm. And maybe had Anna still shoot, but somehow it like went up. Yeah. You know, that we know that she didn't shoot her shooting a child should not be a Friday cloth cliffhanger. In my opinion. No, I, I agree, but that's why I think she won't have shot her. It'll just be that she shot into the dark that will show Valentin how serious it actually is. And that he needs to get more than just a basic appointment with Kevin. Although Kevin was on to her because when he took his notes, he was like, yeah, she knows exactly what to say and what not to say. Mm-hmm. Except for she gets real protective of her dad. Yeah. So the books on Kevin's wall are. Oh, geez. Clinical decision-making in a collateral surgery, uh, the substance abuse problem, Dr. Fishbin's popular illustrated medical encyclopedia, infectious madness and James Woods upstate. And so I was like, oh, that James Woods upstate is probably, you know, wrong, but that shouldn't mm-hmm. be there. And it's a book about a family struggling to connect with one another and finding meaning and find meaning in their own lives. Okay. So it is probably something that a psychiatrist would read. Yeah. Sounds like. I don't know where to go from there. I guess we could go stick with Laura talking. Well, not, I mean, we didn't stick with Laura. We went from Kevin to Laura. She went to talk to Martin and they discussed Cyrus. Right. And Martin and I are on the same page. We're like, I don't know. It seems plausible, but then he does this stuff. Hey, at least Martin agrees with me. Uh, Yeah. Martin's too nice in a lot of cases too. So that's not (laughs) shock. But, you know, Laura was kind of, yeah, I don't know either. She's like, are you really buying this? Right. No, it's a big faker pants. But then Cyrus went to Kelly's and asked for a job. Yeah. And Laura was like, no way in heck. And he's like, Carly. I can't. Yep. Sorry. Carly's like, no way in heck. And he's like, I can't believe you would be so hard on people with records. And she was like, most of the people I associate with and care about have records. You're not working here because I know what kind of slime ball you actually are. And then he had pled with Laura, too, before that. Mm-hmm. And Spencer told him to leave his people alone. I think it's going to come out. He has to confirm one or the other soon. Okay. 
I know which way it's going. Okay. Yeah, you still believe he's innocent. He's been saved. With Martin, there is a margin of error. Okay. Oh, but then Sam went to go check on my friend Carly. So ridiculous. First of all, you and I have been friends for how long? Right. I don't just show up to check on you. But not just that. Do you ever show up and go, I'm here to check on my friend Shannon? No, I'm going to do that next When I I come over to record (laughs) next week, I'm going to walk in and be like, I'm just here to check on my friend Shannon. Like, you don't tell your friend, I'm here to check on my friend. (laughs) Right. right. I I mean, I have never said that. I've never gone to someone and been like, so how's my friend doing? (laughs) Oh, but then Drew was released. Yeah. I didn't like that he went to Carly before he went to Scout. Maybe it was because of the time of night. I had the same thought, but then she was closing Kelly's. So I was thinking, okay, it's past Scout's bedtime. The Halloween party's already over and done with. Maybe he went there to see Scout because he thought the party was still going on. Right. That was the only, if it was like earlier in the day. Okay. No, but I that. thought the same thing. I'm like, and we didn't go see our daughter. Why? Right. And then I was like, oh, it's nighttime. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. What else happened? Oh, I liked Felicia going to see Anna. Um, and she brought her a, a tea maker and some cute uh, cups. Yep. And then she explained the whole Stella thing and how she Stella saved her butt because she almost had to pay the $11,000. And Anna was like, yeah, that, that was a big mistake. But you'll get it. You'll get the hang of it. You're going to be just as good as Stella soon. Yeah. was cute. And then... We also saw Diane invite Robert out for another fundraiser, and she didn't even give him the details. She was like, I want a yes, no, right now, you have to wear a tux, all details to follow. And he got all flustered and was calling, looking around for a tux. And he called Freddy's Fashions or something like that. But he's like, I can do a tux. He was so Freddy's Formals. But he was so excited. He's like, oh, I look good in a tux. Yeah. And she was kind of like, shut up. Yes, you do. I know. But not the point. <laughs> right. So I like that they kept all the older characters in the realm of things this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Sasha kept her apartment. Oh, yeah. what was the conversation that they were having with Sasha, Cody, Dante, and Sam at Charlie's about they were at the hardware store and they're going to help? What are they helping with? Did I miss that? I think Dante was like doing different upgrades in the house and sam was like sam was trying to direct him as to what it is that he needed to do and that's whenever he was like i didn't know there was such a thing as a stud finder and um yeah they were just sasha's like i I didn't know that either blah 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 that's a funny name for a tool okay so they're not working on a specific project right now not that I know of her. It's something minor at their house. It's not okay. like thing. It seemed like a bigger deal because Sasha agreed to help. And so did Cody. And that's why I was like, okay, what are we doing? But maybe it's going to be happening soon. They, I don't know. Yeah, they didn't give a ton of, ton of detail on that. Oh, and then before a lot of that, Laura went to go see Ava. And the way that they talked about Ava's kidnapping mm-hmm. was like as cavalier as you talking about my being sick. Yeah. You know, it's like, exactly. oh, you had a cold. I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, yep. no, it's, it's okay. I just got some, you know, medicine. Again, call me and I'll see if I can help you. <laughs> yep. And then Ava found out that Nicholas is alive. Yes. Yes. And questioned Austin and 
she's not buying it, but she even told him, I want to believe you, but I'm not. Right. Right. Because everyone knows he's lying. And TJ actually stopped Austin from killing Mason. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised at that. I was too. Yeah. When it started out this week with them, like him thanking TJ, I was like, what is he thanking him? Cause he just let him go. Like, I don't see TJ doing that, but at the same time, TJ is angry about what the cousin did. Mm-hmm. And so it was nice to see that he held up his oath of being a doctor to do no harm. And was keeping Austin accountable. Yes. And I don't think he's going to go rat him out either and be like, Hey, so he almost tried to kill this guy. No, I don't think so either. And then the only thing we have left is Liz and Finn. Cam has a girlfriend named Yuki, which we learned from Aiden. Right. Which was, that was cute. Right. Um, I know that you say you don't like to cook and you don't cook that often. Mm-hmm. But would you make a salad before you even put potatoes on a grill to cook them? No. Like you should do that during while they're cooking because right. baked potatoes take like an hour to cook and you don't put steaks on at the same time as potatoes. Right. Wouldn't you assume that a doctor and a nurse had better time management skills? I would think so. That was driving me bonkers. Maybe their stove works differently. Their grill works differently. Faster than ours. But even still, you don't put steaks and potatoes on at the same time. I know. I know. But then they had to go get the apples for Aiden's pies. Yes. It is apple picking season, just so everyone knows. Well, that's good. Yes, it is legit apple picking season. That's just not maple syrup tapping. (laughs) Now we know what's in season. Yes. I think that was it. I think that's it. I, I mean, we covered definitely the major stuff, and I think we got the little stuff too. It was a good week. Ugh. It was a good week. It was a good week. Do, do, do. Reality check. So moving into reality check, this was my girls' weekend in Deep Creek, and like I mentioned last year, one of the girls watches General Hospital, and so one of the first questions when I got there was people asking if we're still doing the podcast, and I thought, oh, it's so sweet that they like remember that, and then. um so does she have, listen yet? I think she's listened here or there, but she's not like a dedicated. She's a work from Homer, so she doesn't listen to too many podcasts because she's actively working or watching something on TV, not listening so much. But anyway, um, her name's Jen, and she was like, it's been disappointing me lately. And she watches a couple other soaps, too. She was like, all of them seem like they're on their slow part right now. It hasn't been that great and stuff. And then we went to this local bar. It's the oldest bar in Deep Creek. And it had, it had, its menu was five pages. Four pages of it was different alcohols. And the last page was food. But the food was amazing. It was so good. And it wasn't ridiculously priced either. And the the specialty drinks were good too. But we went the first day, all 12 of us. And then we went back the second day, just five of us for like happy hour. And the waitress that we had then was this young woman. She was super, super nice. But every time that she would talk to us, she'd be like, yes, ma'am. Do you need any more of this? Yes, that bowl. And so she walked away at one point and uh, Jen was like, she reminds me of Trina so much. Like she had her hair done the same way that Trina does sometimes. And she just was like the politest manners and everything the way that and I was like, I'm so happy to be sharing this with somebody like somebody else knows Trina like we do. She's such a nice girl. So it was cute. But besides that, it was just a fun, 
fun weekend to get away with the girls. I didn't really do anything that exciting, but that was kind of the whole point of I slept in and ate a bunch of yummy food and watched some movies, watched my GH and just enjoyed the quietness before I start my new job tomorrow. So excited. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm scared. I'm like, you know, I mean, you're starting a whole different type of work that you haven't done and that's not easy to do. Yeah, it's been a long time. I've never twenties. Never well, I guess I have done work from home, but it's been a couple years. But I've never done full time since the kids were like little, little. So it's crazy to be going full time now. And the idea of working from home and hoping that everyone is quiet enough to let me work from home is a concern. So yeah. But it all yeah. So how was your week besides getting sick? Um so we went to see Les Mis on Thursday night. It was the first time that my daughter's ever seen any stage production of it. Um, it's one of my favorite musicals. I think I've only missed two times that it's been in Pittsburgh since I was 14. Oh, wow. And one of them was the year that I got my surgery. So I was just not going to sit in a theater chair after I had my surgery for three hours. The next no. week wasn't happening. But uh she loved it. She was very, very hesitant about it. So I showed her the uh, theater trailer before we even bought the tickets. Cause I'm like, I'm not spending money on this if right. I'm not going to. And she was all about it. And then she was just so hesitant beforehand. And it was almost, it was almost going to be a bad. Oh um, no. I, I thought we were going to have to leave. Okay. And then she came around and then she wound up loving it. So good, good. that was good. And then she started, uh, IV iron infusions on Wednesday, which took a little bit longer than I thought they were going to. But for the next four weeks, every Wednesday in November, she gets to have two hours of IV infusions. Well, it, they didn't even start the drip until we had been there for almost an hour. So, oh my God, so it took a little bit longer than yeah anticipated, but she did well. I was worried when she was getting the IV put in how she was going to flinch and she winced a little bit, but she didn't like physically flinch away. So I was so thankful for that because that would have hurt. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think those were really the only two things. And then I got sick. Yay. No, no. Yay. <laughs> yay for sickness. But yeah. It was just pretty much like a pretty low key week. Other than that, I was supposed to go to my church's women's event yesterday and did not. So they're not sick. Yay. <laughs> but yeah. Cookie is now bopping at the computer, letting me know, I guess she needs my attention. Yes, so. I can see a little bit of her furriness as she moved yes. there. But uh, yeah, so on Thursday, we will be discussing the other buildings in the on the quarter main grounds or whatever. Yeah, so have a good week. And we'll meet at the pier. pier. <laughs> what? <laughs> I shouldn't be sick and delirious, okay? We'll meet you at the pier. <laughs> Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.